0: Welcome to another episode of Building a Beautifully Imperfect Business. I am your coach, Lauren Kane. I am a growth strategist and productivity coach for women business owners, helping them strategically take back their time and grow their businesses on their terms. And of course, doing all of that in a beautifully imperfect way. If you like this podcast, check me out on all social media at Lauren King coaching, and also join my free Facebook group, the tribe for women business owners. It's a free group offering community networking and amazing business coaching. If I do say so myself. Hey there, welcome to another episode Another podcast. Today, I am actually going to start with a question, and it's a question that I posed to my Facebook followers on a Facebook Live a couple weeks ago and got a decent response from it. I was surprised, um, and it was one that I felt like I was kind of putting myself out there in admitting. Um, but I actually had a neighbor stop me on the street and say, Oh my God, that topic really got me um, today. So I thought I would bring it to you all. And it's a question um, that is very layered and and, um, can be a hard one to talk about. But the question is, without further ado, is, are you desperate? And I'm going to go another layer deeper with it and say, where in your business are you desperate? And I'm not asking, are you desperate in your business? Because I can almost guarantee that about 80% of you, if not more, can think about the question and probably answer that there is an area of your business right now where you are being desperate, where you are coming from a place of desperation. And I'll be honest, if someone asked me a year ago, year and a half ago, two years ago, are you desperate? if someone asked me two years ago, if I was desperate. I probably would have said no. If someone asked me a year and a half ago, are you desperate? I would have said, oh my God, yes. And please help me. And let me tell you a little bit about my story of desperation and maybe it will resonate with you. Um, so when I first started out in coaching, you know, like a lot of people when they start their business, I just wanted as many clients to coach um, and you know didn't really care what I was charging. And I just wanted the experience and I was going through a certification program and so I actually needed to have a lot of clients. And so I was charging next to nothing. Um, and <clears throat> I'll never forget when I got my first couple clients. I was ecstatic. I was ecstatic. Like I wanted to give them the world. And let me tell you, I was charging them $500 for six months of coaching, two times a month. So you do the math on that one, plus all of the learning and things I was bringing to them in between those times. So extra stuff in between the the coachings. I was making like next to nothing, and. Um, but I was ecstatic to have them as clients and to be able to practice. And then I got to a place where I had gone through all of my coaching program. I was certified I've all this experience of working with women business owners at this point, it's almost 10 years and I was charging nothing and I was sober now because I wasn't char- I wasn't coaching who my ideal clients were and I realized that when I sat down and did the math that I was never going to make money at all by charging nothing, right? Go figure. (laughs) You mean, nothing um, when you're not charging anything. So to to make a really easy math for you, if I wanted to make $5,000 a month, I had to bring on 10 new clients a month, not 10 new clients, period, 10 new clients a month. So that would be coaching 120 clients in a year. Let me tell you that it's not humanly possible to, to service that many clients in the way that I want to service them and be able to continue to do the work to bring in that many clients to sign on. And also, there's this weird thing that people will, you know, undervalue things that they, you know, that aren't really, you know, to them, they're not spending that much money with enough of an uncomfortable thing for them. And I just wanted really to have all these, you know, any clients, I would have taken anyone. And um, I lucked out that all my clients were really awesome, but I really would have taken anyone. And then I, when I had that realization, I was like, I don't know how to get out of this place of desperation. That I got myself into it, and it made sense at the time. It really does make sense, but you have to sort of set a timeline or goal for yourself that you're gonna, okay, if something's gonna be offered really low, it's got to, you know, that price has got to increase at a certain point. And it's a lot easier, I think, to understand your bottom line when you have, when you're not necessarily a service-based business like me, you're more of, you know, you have a product because you know what your margin is. And if you are, you know, spending more than what it costs to make, ship, all of that, uh, your product, then you know that you're in the hole. Well, I don't have a, I am the product. So it's really hard to, for me to figure out my value. And at this point I was really in my own head of what am I worth? Am I, am I, am I not worth enough to raise my rates? And I started to get in my own head that I was a coach that was only worth, um, you know, no dollars an hour. And it is really hard by the way, to make money at coaching. So you have to because most coaches get stuck in this place and a lot of service-based businesses get stuck in this place where you can't make the jump. So how did I get myself unstuck? It was, you know, I was really in a dark place because I thought, okay, I'm going to have to admit to my husband that we spent all this money on training, like lots of money (laughs) on training. And for me to, to, to do my own thing and I'm not working and all of this stuff and childcare, big investment. I'm going to have to admit to him that like, this isn't humanly possible that on paper, it doesn't make sense. And me coming from this entrepreneurial world, I knew really quickly, um, that this wasn't going to make sense as it stood. A lot of people don't come from that place and have that experience. And so a lot of times end up years being in this desperate place, but I was like, okay, crap, I gotta, I gotta like admit to him, this isn't going to work. And so there's a lot of stuff going on in my head and, Um, I then talked to someone who would then become my business coach, because all coaches have coach. Um, it's just one of those things that you have to do to stay sharp, um, and is a good thing. And so my business coach, when we first started working together, the first thing she said was what the bleep are you, I mean, why are you charging this amount? And she said, you need to increase your rates. And, and I thought she was going to say like, you know, maybe three or four times the jump she had me make almost made me want to throw up. I didn't think it was humanly possible because I didn't believe enough in myself. And it took someone external to say, Nope, this is what you're worth. And she had me do something that was Really informative for me. It was to sit down and write out what I offer someone as a client. And how much of my time does it take? And what is my time worth? And in a service based business, it's really easy to say, okay, I want to make this an hour. This is what I'm worth. And so you can sort of back into that number. I understand with a product, it is not as easy. but you can still do the same sort of exercise. Am I making what I know I'm worth? And what am I offering? So with a product, you'd sit down and say, okay, what's my product offering? And how long was I going to go at this price point? And do I need to increase it? Same thing with coaching. How long was I willing to stay at that $500 price point before increasing it? And you know, here's the thing. If you offer something for nothing, people will take advantage. So it, it causes you to stay in that place of desperation because they're like, Hey, you don't value yourself. You don't have self-worth for you. I'm not really good. I'm going to take advantage of it. Not that they're doing it on purpose, but you know, I, I will gladly click on something, you know, online to buy it for free or next, not to buy it for free, but to, to download it for free or Um, you know, buy something that's $10 or $20, I will gladly buy it, even $100. I will gladly buy it if I think it's going to help me. But I don't value it. If I spend a couple thousand dollars on something, I'm going to put more value into it. So I increased my price. I also then sat down and said, okay, who are my people? At this point, I knew who my people were. And the first time I had um, basically the equivalent of a sales session with two potential clients. I offered my new rate and they both said yes. It was back to back, both said yes. And I knew after I had the conversation, I could have charged them more. Not that I would have, and not that I did, but I knew I could have charged them more. And my power in myself grew. Once I received the money in the bank, was like, oh my God, I actually am worth this amount of money. Why didn't I realize it? Why didn't it take the money clearing the bank and a client who's supposed to be, you know, I'm supposed to be helping them, but they're really helping me see my worth by paying me what I'm worth. And now, you know, I don't look at when I don't, you know, when I have a month where I haven't had any new coaching clients and someone pops up, I don't come from a place of desperation. I come from a place of, are they willing to make an investment in themselves? I know I am able to help them, if they're the right person, if they're the right client. Are they willing to invest in themselves? Do they see what they're worth to invest with me? And so it it, it flips the script. Because when you're in a place of desperation, and this is also, this one was an eye-opener for me. When you're coming from a place of desperation with your service or good that you are selling, the person that you are trying to buy, have buy has all of the power. They've all the power. And you're hanging on their word to, for them to say yes because you really, really want that sale. When the reality is if you flip it and say, are they seeing what you know my product is worth to help them, because everything that we offer, whether it's a good or a service, it is to solve a problem in someone's life. Whether it's a problem that they know they have, or it's something that you know they don't really know, and we have to say, hey, by the way, you actually need this because you have this problem. But if 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 they aren't willing to invest in themselves, you have to be okay with saying no. And not saying, Okay, well, how much will you spend? Because it is really easy to say, okay, um, you know, if you're negotiating a contract for someone to carry your product, that you know that you need to have a 40% margin, and they negotiate to where you're gonna have 20% margin, but you know, really, at the end of the day, that's not enough, but you come from a place of desperation and say yes, they have all the power in the rest of that negotiation, and for the rest of the relationship until you shift something. If you have a service, And you offer them, and I've done this, so I'm totally guilty of this. You offer them, you know, it is $5,000 for coaching for X amount of time. And they say no. And you say, okay, well, what would be a better rate for you? And you still get a no. You realize they're not your person. (laughs) If they say $2,000 and you say, okay, I'll take that over $5,000. They have all the power in the relationship. And so going forward, when you need to renegotiate with them, and maybe your rates have gone up, they know that they can negotiate with you. They can negotiate down. Now, here's the thing. You want it to offer a lower rate because you really want to work with that that business or that person. That is, as as a business owner, that's your right to do so. But be aware of why you're doing it. And does it cut down on your worth? Does it make you feel less than? You know, it's... It all goes back to what do you believe? That's my dog moaning, by the way. Talk um, about imperfect. What do you believe about yourself, and what do you know about your worth? And you know, coming from that, coming from that place of desperation, that's that imperfection. You know, that's where imperfection creeps in, and. That's where you can say, okay, I know that I'm coming from this place of desperation. What is my motive? I'm going to stop it. And by you stopping it, it is you stepping into and realizing it's imperfect, but it's also you realizing it's what you need to do to be better for your business. Don't go down the slippery slope of staying in a place of not charging anything. So to keep this still in a shortish time span, I want to challenge you to a movement, a movement of no more desperation, no more being desperate in your business. I want you to do a full evaluation of all the places where you are taking your money on your business and is there any way or place that you're coming from a place that's desperate? Is it in your, you know, Facebook ad, Instagram story, Instagram post, or, you know, ad. Is it you sitting down to a meeting to, to negotiate selling your wares in the store? Is it the next time you talk to a potential client? Are you desperate? And be part of this movement to stop it. Because we are all strong, amazing women business owners. And I know you're strong because you started your business. So you have it and you got to tap in to that inner part of you that is strong and can stand up, that inner entrepreneur, CEO within you and know that it is okay to walk away from something if it's going to put you in that place of desperation. So that is my challenge to you today. I hope that you spend some time evaluating um, in, in your business where you might be desperate.